Hello, and welcome to Fintech Surge Podcast, creating a wealth of opportunities through fintech innovations in the Middle East for the Middle East. Powered by Fintech Surge, the region's leading fintech festival, hosted by the Bioworld Trade Center alongside Jitex Global. I'm here with Khalil Alami, the CEO and founder of Teller Payment Solutions. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thanks th so much. For those of you who are not familiar with Teller, it's actually an award-winning UAE-based, founded and homegrown payment solutions provider, allowing uh, e-commerce companies to scale their business internationally and accept payments from their customers in a seamless and secure way. Fantastic. So, that'll do okay? That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. So, Khalil, we always start off these uh, podcasts with just a quick, simple question is, what does FinTech mean to you? Great. Well, that's a great question because, um, you know, a lot of people are hearing fintech as a buzzword the last couple of years and, and a lot of people don't know what it is. Uh, it's actually just, um, uh, in my opinion, it's um, a change or the growth of financial services into our modern world. As you know, technology basically took over the world in, in all aspects, whether it was social commerce, social media. Um, any any aspect, uh, insurance, healthcare, whatever it is, you know, technology took over the world basically, and technology is so important that um, in the financial services uh, area, with the con with the growing consumer needs and the changing consumer needs, there's a lot more technology needed in order to morph that customer experience, mm -hmm. and that's where technology met financial services and became fintech, yep. and creating and an ever evolving better user experience in financial services. Great. And that's something that we always try to talk about a lot on this podcast is that, um, you know, fintech really does reach everybody. You know, yeah. it's not just a, a buzzword for a certain industry, but it, it really does target the consumers. And the best technology is the one that makes consumers' lives better, right? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, we're in a consumer society or cons the, the world has become, you know, all about consumerism, mm -hmm. right? And, and the heart of that is money. Yeah. In order for you to get a service or a product, you need to pay for it. And the heart of that, you know, component is the actual payment. And that's where FinTech came in to sort out that problem and enhance it and enhance the experience because money is very emotional to people. Of course. And they need to be feel secure in order to use their, you know, process their payments and what have you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you mentioned technology a lot in your definition of FinTech. So for you, is FinTech more of a technology play or is it a finance play that incorporates technology? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, technology is, is quite important uh, into, into the financial services. At the same time, we need not forget that there's, actual, there's actually a service behind that first mm -hmm. that you want to provide. Um, so I think, uh, you know, to, to answer your question maybe uh, differently is technology will enable um, the reach of that finance product into the, to the consumer in a more efficient and more, um, um, let's say, uh, user-friendly right. way. Um, so, if, if, and, and to put more perspective to that, if you think about um, the millennials, for mm -hmm. example, uh, an ever-growing, you know, uh, 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 group of people that have a very short attention span. Right. And as we go along in time, you know, the next generation after that, 
they're going to be they're going to have less attention span. Right. Today, the attention span is compared to a a 10 second scroll on TikTok mm -hmm. or a 90 second video. Right. Um, so imagine if you want to you know provide a service, they can only spare that 90 seconds. So the user experience is quite important, and that's where technology comes in to enable that. Exactly. And so we're really experiencing a whole generation that has never experienced life before technology, life Absolutely. before this, uh, you know, fintech solutions where a click of your phone, a tap of your card, sure. and your payment goes through. Uh, and, and not only that, I mean, think about uh, when is the last time uh, maybe a 20-year-old or a 19-year-old went into a bank and opened a bank account right. to start with, physically. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, uh, or swipe the card that does not have an EMV chip. Yeah, yeah. Instead of tap. A PIN number or a something like number. that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Absolutely. And um, so, so, I mean, I guess this kind of brings back to, you know, to how Teller was founded. So if you could just kind of walk through us, um, your journey of, you know, being in the UAE and saying, I think we need a, a solution for this. Sure. I mean, we back in 2014, uh, which is quite some time ago, um, you know, e-commerce was just evolving. Uh, people starting started to look at setting up their online stores. Um, and what we found is that, um, just to give you some perspective, you know, I've been in payments for over 22 years now. So at that time and point, um, in 2014, people were going to, you know, either cash on delivery, and, you know, uh, they have about 40, 50% return issues, Mm -hmm. um, products not being delivered, uh, refunds and what have you, or payment not collected. So they wanted to incorporate um, online payments. And the only solution that they had is was to look outside into Europe and the US um, into the likes of PayPal and getting those PayPal accounts. That was very costly and it had a lot of operational and technical challenges. Sure. So we saw a need that there should be a regional online payment gateway that is born out of the UAE. Mm -hmm. And that's where Teller was founded. Um, and we started developing that um, state-of-the-art payment gateway uh, that is fully secure. And from there, we launched our services in 2014 for the local and regional players in order to have a, somebody that they can talk to, somebody they can support, uh, that they can support them in order to accept payments online. That's amazing. And, and I think that one of the, the things that I'd like to point is that most people listening to this podcast have probably actually used Teller at some point without realizing <laughs> I hope it, right? So. <laughs> you know, they might not be your customers, they're not the merchants, they don't yeah. necessarily have an e-commerce website of their sure. own. But chances are if they've paid with an e-commerce website in UAE or in Saudi, they've probably somehow uh, worked with Teller at some point. Yeah, and the, I mean, we're, we're not a, a business to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So we're a business to the merchant or business to business. So um, with that in mind, uh, absolutely, you know, uh, we, we don't we don't show ourselves to the consumer in most cases. Um, so you might have used our, our, our services without knowing, and that's the that's the power of technology. Is we want to create a seamless payment experience. Mm -hmm. You don't care who it is, exactly. as long as it's you know, service oriented, secure, swift, and fast. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what we were talking about, you know, this new generation, the millennials, Generation Z. Um, you know, they, they don't really care, you know, how it happens. They just know that this is the, the standard that they're used to when it comes to technology. And if you're going to survive in business, especially online, you, you need to have this already sorted out. Yeah, and not only do they not care, but they also want it to happen right now and, mm -hmm. and immediately. Yeah.
Absolutely. And, and you, you mentioned, uh, you know, in this region, there was, even when I first came here, cash on delivery was a very big component yeah. of shopping online. Sure. Was that because the technology wasn't here or was it a cultural thing that they just didn't trust putting their credit card details into a computer or, um, you know, how do you feel that? Uh, I think it's a mix of things. Um, so one, you know, it was the infancy of regional payment gateways. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, the costs of uh, over 10% at the time using somebody from outside was, you know, astronomical. Sure. Um, and this is one. The other thing is um, the, what we call the card base. So the number of cards actually split out and spread out throughout, uh, you know, the, 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 the economy and the, and the people uh, was still growing. Mm -hmm. Not everybody had a debit card, not everybody of had course. a credit card, uh, unlike these times. Um, at the same time, the behavior, um, whether it was um, trust issues or whether it was know-how, uh, age, um, of course. Uh, you know, age was, was a big factor. But what really helped was the pandemic when everybody was forced to uh, uh, go online and shop their groceries online, mm -hmm. their pharmacy and everything like that, that forced them to learn. And that you know, took us over a, a, a very big um, you know, curve in order to create that uh, know-how and, and create more users uh, that trust into the system and, and want to use the system. Sort of like a forced adoption Absolutely. of technology. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a captive market, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And so I know that uh, you know, you've brought uh, payment solutions to the UAE as you know, homegrown in the UAE. What separates Teller from other payment solution providers? Well, yeah, actually that's a great question because um, what, what separates us is um, we have the technology that we've built, uh, we've built in-house, it's fully proprietary. Mm -hmm. uh, we own the IP, it's state-of-the-art, it's um, uh, certified on the highest level of securities with PCI DSS, which is Payment Card Industry Data Security Center. It's the highest level of, of uh, security you can have in the payments industry. And um, with that, what that does, that gives us the power of customization, mm -hmm. personalization, and localization to, uh, to our uh, merchants. So today, if a merchant has a unique way of uh, actually um, you know, accepting payments, mm -hmm. or he has a unique customer journey, we can customize to each and every merchant to that. Um, so that's, that's something that uh, is different, uh, gives us an edge over everybody else. Um, the other thing is our one-stop uh, one mindset. Mm -hmm. So uh, we saw a need that, you know, when a business wants to go from offline to online, they don't just need the payment, but they actually need a lot of things. And, and we um, differentiate ourselves with providing all of these products and services that they need in order to have one relationship with one company and one integration with one company. So you don't have to repeat yourself. So we provide them from um, the actual e-commerce platform, the website, the um, uh, inventory system, the uh, search engine optimization, the payment gateway, obviously, and all that integration with the last mile delivery and all the reports and, and, and everything like that. So that's really um, the, the power that we have. That's amazing. I mean, we, we think of payment solutions provider means I put my payment in, you make sure the merchant gets the payment, and that's, that's yeah. the end of the story, right? But uh, obviously, there's a lot of components to what you do. You know, there's, yeah. you know to make things seamless is not a seamless uh, Absolutely. job, right? Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, our, you know, our, our 
tech team, the developers that we have, you know, work around the clock in order to ensure that you know we're always on top of the technology. Um, things are flowing naturally for the for the merchants. They're you know, and and they have the you know the leading always the leading and, and top of technology at that time. That's amazing. And, and I think that's one of the things that, uh, you know, we had touched on a little bit earlier is, you know, why did it take so long for payment gateways and online payments to uh, become that popular in the UAE? And wh whether it was cultural, whether it was a trust of technology, and, you know, COVID has kind of forced people to adopt to that and say, well, I don't really have a choice now. I have to trust these solutions. So, so how can we, uh, you know, trust technology and to make sure that even when it's a quick tap of your phone uh, this is going to be a very safe secure transaction see um, uh, that's that's very good because um, today um, the you know any online store um, has you know for whether it was you know any any behavior that they have mm -hmm. um, or shape or color scheme or products or whatever they're selling at the end that journey ends with people adding products into their cart and clicking that checkout button. Mm -hmm. And that's really where it's the most important to have that um, um, comfort. So for a merchant, um, they really have to look for a good, stable payment gateway um, that is PCI certified for security and gives them comfort that, that you know, the, the technology that they're using is all you know, compliant. Mm -hmm. And that's what we provide, that compliance piece. Sure. So whatever API, whatever integration you have with us, you already inherit that PCI DSS compliance. Sure. And that gives you that that uh, that important aspect. Yeah, that's amazing. And and one thing I'm, I'm noticing in this conversation is that um, there's really no room for error on, on your part. You know, it has to be seamless and it has to be basically perfect. Because the online shopper journey now is they might have five different tabs open up, comparing prices and comparing specs, comparing sure. shipping, um, all the different aspects of online shopping, and adding to the cart, coming back to the cart. I believe that uh, abandoned carts are like 80%. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that in the grocery store where people put yeah. things in their basket and then yeah. just decide not to check out. Yeah. But you know, sometimes, especially when it's a, a more higher priced object, it takes some time for them to get to the point where they say, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and put in my details and go ahead and check out. When that happens, there can be no error. You know, there, there can be no room for, well, that didn't work out because they, they would just lose that business. There's too many options out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I mean, you have to think about it from multiple aspects. Uh, first of all, um, money is emotional to people. Mm -hmm. So they can, there cannot be any margin of error. Sure. This is one. Two, if we think about it from our perspective, serving merchants, the merchant is online and that's where he does all of his revenue and his sales, right? right? So we have to be available. So availability is quite important mm -hmm. because we cannot say that, oh, at 2 a.m. tonight, you know, the payment is not going to work. Right. So because you never know where his customers is logging in from, mm -hmm. what time zone. Um, or even if he's in the same country, he could be. He wants to shop at 2 a.m. So <clears throat> availability is quite important. Uptime is quite important, and and security is quite important. So yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. And yeah. it's it's emotional, and and people get upset when things yeah. don't don't work out with their money, right? Merchants and consumers, right? Both. I mean, they spend the money on the marketing, they spend the money on the products, they spend the money on making sure they have a beautiful website that does everything it's supposed to do sure. and leads people to a checkout, and then, oh. It fell short there. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's quite important. 
Um, and, and that's why we also not only provide that checkout experience, we provide a bunch of different things. And all, all, the, all the other products and features that we provide come built in and with seamless integrations into the payment to make sure that that continues to grow. And, um, and, and that takes me to another point where um, about differentiation. With a one-stop mind, uh, mindset, um, we provide more products and features um, to the merchant, one, to their customer, as for example, buy now, pay later, where we can, where the customer of the merchant can actually pay in installments. Sure. This is one. And two, we also provide financing through Teller Finance to uh, the merchant themselves okay. to be able to um, take financing for working capital, for expansions, and growing their business. Inventory. Yeah, inventory yeah. and what have you. So we're, we're kind of... Um, not only sitting in the middle of the technology, but we're also pushing the customer to, to buy more, mm -hmm. at the same time financing the merchant in order to expand that inventory and their working capital. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if the merchants are your customers, then their customers are your customers. And absolutely. the most important thing is somebody actually going through, having a great uh, experience online and purchasing something. Absolutely. If your customers are not getting customers, then you don't have a customer. Absolutely. That's so, what traffic. It sounds like you have a lot of, uh, you know, all the box checked, right? You know, uh, there's a lot of uh, components of uh, payment solutions that I don't think many of us realize go into a payment solutions provider. So, so what comes next? Is it uh, more solutions? Is it just more region? Well, like you said, I mean, it sounds like we have all the boxes checked, mm -hmm. but, but it's not, it doesn't stop there. It's not like we checked all the boxes and we stop because... We have to remember, technology is ever-changing, mm -hmm. ever-growing, and it keeps on moving. Um, and with that, we have to keep on moving with it. We have to keep adapting. We have to keep upgrading, updating, and innovating. Um, and with innovation comes more features, more products, and, and what have you. At the same time, the customer demands and the business needs, both of them, are also ever-evolving. So with that in mind, we have to keep on catering securely products and features that go hand in hand with the customer behavior mm -hmm. and with the merchant needs. Yeah. So that's that's where we're going with that. And, and how do you guarantee that you stay on top of the trends? Well, we're connected with the merchants. We mm -hmm. hear from them. Uh, we uh, carry ourselves as a boutique uh, payment gateway. And with that comes boutique customer service. And with our boutique customer service, they're you know constantly in contact with the merchants, and our support team is constantly uh, in contact with the merchants. And whatever trends that we or feedback that we get from those merchants uh, about their customers might complain about certain things or might need certain new features, we hear those in and we put them in the pipeline. And our tech team, like because we're fully proprietary, roll them out in a, in a matter of, of of days or weeks and what have you. And we continually innovate. Uh, along with looking at the market, studying the market, different trends, where, where things are going and adapting to that. Yeah, great. And so do you see any trends that are coming up right now that you're going to start working towards or any regions that you think you know, demand your services? So, so it really depends on, on the market that we're working in. So right now, we're in, uh, obviously, we're, we, like we said, we started in the UAE. Mm -hmm. And then about four years ago, we expanded into Saudi Arabia. And these are the two main markets that uh, we serve. Um, not only that, but we do have merchants that we serve in, in a, a variety of, mm -hmm. of, of countries all over the region. Uh, but these are the two main, main uh, markets that we focus on. So 
uh, with that in mind, we uh, are looking into expanding into other countries in the region, um, as well as we just closed a funding round with uh, one of the top three uh, payment gateways in India called Cash Free. That's amazing. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And that funding is targeted towards fueling that expansion mm -hmm. and towards building a unified um, tunnel, let's call it, between uh, Indian merchants and and the Indian community in, in the UAE and creating that, you know, um, a bridge of a unified payment solution. Uh, so that's another thing that we're looking at as well. Great, great. And, you know, obviously we always have to get our, our plug in for the FinTech Surge. And, you know, we appreciate that you guys are going to be sponsors at the event. Tell us more about, you know, what are you excited about for FinTech Surge? Listen, FinTech Surge is an important event, in my opinion. It's, um, it's where a lot of the FinTech players are going to be there. Um, a, lot, a lot of people that are interested in FinTech uh, that want to learn more about what is being served in the region or mm -hmm. in the market uh, are going to be there. So it's a good chance for us to be showing all of the capabilities and the, and the services. Like you mentioned, you know, you, you think you hear about a payment gateway and all you think about is payment, mm -hmm. but you don't know all about all the other stuff that goes around with it. So that's a good um, opportunity for us to actually show that. The other thing uh, at the same time, um, we're excited to connect with you know, potential um, uh, new customers, existing customers, mm -hmm. hear face-to-face -face from them as opposed to, you know, a different variety of channels, and uh, just, um, you know, show off what the UAE has to yeah. offer for the region. Yeah, sure. And, I mean, obviously, you know, FinTech Surge is alongside Jitex. We expect over, you know, 100,000 technology buyers, investors, VCs, government officials, associations, all attending this giant event looking for you know, the best of the best, what's new, what's out there. For all these visitors, what can they expect whenever they come by the teller booth at FinTech Search? So what they can expect is they can expect the showcase of our, our, of our capabilities and features and services and products. But what's, most, what's more important is that they can expect to connect with our experts that are going to be in our booth um, and they can answer all the questions, they can connect with them directly. Um, they can uh, see first-hand demos, they can, you know, and, and just get service the way they want to be and learn more about uh, the features and the products that we offer. That's amazing. And you had mentioned, so Teller is, what, eight years old now, started in 2014. 14. And, you know, obviously we've seen technology transform tremendously, and I'm sure that Teller itself and its products and its services from the, the products that you had in 2014 to now, I'm sure looks way different. Absolutely. How do you see, um, you know, within the next, let's say, 10 years, technology transforming at the rate that it's going? Well, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot different, I think, and, and 10 years is a long time to predict because technology is super fast and mm -hmm. changing. Uh, but we've seen, you know, moves in different markets where um, some markets are um, moving towards wallets. Mm -hmm. um, so the wallet business is big. Some markets moved quite aggressively towards buy now, pay later, and just different various services. So alternative payment methods is something that, that we're looking at. Um, crypto payments is, is something that is uh, being talked about um, and evaluated uh, within, uh, within Teller um, and with the, with the new regulations that just came out from the Central Bank of the UAE and, sure. and other central banks in the region. Um, you know, that's uh, supporting the direction of the market mm -hmm. and the new trend. Um, so, so that's uh, really uh, what, what, what we're looking at right now and um, trying to make sure that, you know, we always have 
all the payment methods available, whether they were traditional or alternative, and they're, they're, they're there. Yeah, sure. And, and are your merchants telling you that customers are demanding more and more crypto, or is that not quite reached that uh, level it's, it's not reached that point, but we, we've received inquiries about crypto payments and what have you, but I don't think we're there yet. I think it's going to need a little bit more time. Um, um, and, and just another thing to, to circle back on that question as well is, you know, with the, um, uh, with the metaverse uh, talk all mm -hmm. around the world, uh, you know, we're looking at how do payments fit in in the metaverse and how can we actually cater to that and make sure that, you know, this is, is this the future and how, how we are aligned with that in order to provide the right services. That's great. So I guess I asked, you know, are there any regions that you're targeting next? And it actually might be a whole other universe <laughs> that you're targeting next, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and with, with, obviously, with, you know, growth of technology, with the pace of technology, with the, you know, quick adaptation of technology, you know, we, we see a lot more entrepreneurialism, right? We see a lot more uh, startups coming up. We see a lot more young people trying to, you know, find a gap in the market. Even if it's a very niche gap, they say, this is a gap that I can fulfill. And we've seen a lot of that with, uh, you know, this buy now, pay later is becoming very big. And now even banks and Apple are starting to adapt to that. Uh, we're seeing more of these, um, you know, salary advance sort of uh, technologies where, you know, you basically can receive your salary as you earn your salary and not waiting till yeah. the end of the month. Um, so, so these are great, simple solutions. But, you know, obviously I think FinTech, especially when you're dealing with financial institutions, it can be a little bit daunting. So what, what is your advice for up and coming FinTech entrepreneur that has a great idea and says, I'm ready to go? How, how do they get started and what sort of advice would you have for them to so what I would say is that, you know, fintech is a very broad um, industry. If I want to narrow it down to digital payments, for example, out of fintech, it's also, um, you know, while it's, it's uh, zeroed in, but at the same time, there's so much to do within that small part mm -hmm. of it. And um, it's ever evolving. Um, speed is, is quite important. Uh, make sure that you know you you have a, a, a working proof of concept. Um, make sure that um, you can, even if the need is there now and you build it for that need. Make sure that when that if and when that need changes, you can actually grow and scale and 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 adapt along with it. So that's simple advice that I would give. Great, great. Yeah. So I, I imagine that a lot of them are going to be coming up to you at at the, the fintech surge asking for your advice, uh, especially, you know, it's a huge inspiration that you are actually started in the UAE. And we see a lot of these, you know, big companies like Amazon coming in, you know, buying out Souk. Uh, we see, uh, you know, Uber coming in, buying out Kareem. And, you know, so it's always great to see, you know, this was started in the UAE for the UAE. It fits the needs of the UAE and the customers of the UAE. And, and it's something that we're very excited to have you at FinTech Surge. Thank you. October 10th through October 13th, uh, part of Jitex at Dubai World Trade Center. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Great. And, and thanks for coming thank on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sure. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Subscribe for all the latest updates on FinTech in the Middle East and join the conversation over on our social channels. We look forward to seeing you at FinTech Surge in the Dubai World Trade Center from October 10th to October 13th. I'm Stephen Bess, and this has been the FinTech Surge podcast creating a wealth of opportunities.